Hello everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, The Diets. This is the show where we explore the various diets out there in the world and give our thoughts on them and bring you that study back data as well. This week it's the Paleo Diet, or commonly referred to as the Caveman Diet. We've alluded to this diet on numerous occasions throughout the series, so we thought it's time to get stuck in. Although there's no decent evidence to what our caveman ancestors diet actually 100% was, we do have Tom's anecdotal evidence after his previous trip to 10,000 BC. Yep, you heard that right. Let's get into it. How clean shaven are you? Jesus Christ. He's so yeah. his face is so shiny, mate. How? That's like a twelve-blade Gillette. Mm. It's, it's, like, good, it's a high quality, high quality. We are recording. Hell. That's okay. fine. Take off some of your cheekbone, <laughs> like a mm. wood planer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a wood planer. We've done this twice in a row now. I've pressed record. <laughs> we've just completely forgot, and we just yeah. Just, I'm just marvelling at that absolute parade ground shave. It's a good shave, mate. That is a really good shave. Mm. Hello, boys. How are we doing? Welcome back. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> we good? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are good. Well, I'm good. Is everyone else good? Bill, are you good? Andy, are you good? I'm good now that I've um, just sort of had my fill of healthy snacks before the podcast, so... Ah, <laughs> what, what was you having? Uh, yeah, tell us all. Do you tell, tell Andy. It was this... Yeah, and that was uh, no sugar added. Fair uh, enough, mate. I also had one big bag of... Yeah, got that as well. That was uh, no calories. So, yeah, it's um, going pretty well. That was amazing. That was amazing. Just for clarification, um, it was a fat chocolate bar and a whole bag of digestives. Ah, but was it paleo? Uh, Yes. It was paleo. That's really good because today's episode is all about the paleo diet, isn't it? It Commonly known as the caveman diet. And we've done some extensive bloody research on this. So um, You have, Tom. Well, and, um, what happened to that research? Well, well, listen, I have. I have done my research <laughs> on this, but you two helped out a great deal. Cause, like, so I don't think a lot of our viewers know that, but basically you guys are, in, you two are engineers. Are we? You, you two are engineers and I'm not. So I'm just thick as shit. But basically, during the <laughs> week, um, just for our viewers, because they don't understand like what goes on behind the podcast, but basically... You two guys, with your engineering knowledge, basically managed to build me a time machine. Mm-hmm. And we managed to do it out of a bunch of, what was it, like a, it was like an old squat rack, a couple of combi tools. Bit of paracord. That, um, you know, came out of the store. And a, a, bit of and a two and a half kg hex dumbbell. Yeah, a hex dumbbell. A uh-huh. hex dumbbell, that definitely exists. And basically, um, I was I was sent back in time to find out about this paleo diet. How far back? About about 10,000 years, isn't it? 10,000 years. years. Yeah, 10,000 years about. um, So, you know, went to the old buffet cart 10,000 years ago. Um, uh, Very fussy eaters, cavemen. Very fussy eaters. As Andy said, when I did finally get back, you know, like, just go Tesco's. You ain't got to be so restrictive. Just order a Domino's. They're just, just being fussy. You know, I, I did like dance around a bit in different time periods. Um, you know, went to the seventies for a little bit. Yep, I managed to invent the keyboard guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that you, was it? me. That was me. Um, is that, obviously, is there any evidence for that, or is that is that just something you're gonna? Uh, yeah, fucking just Google eighties keyboard guitar, and you'll see it right there. You, you just said seventies. That's what I said. Seventies. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. 
Um, he, made it, he, he made it in the 70s but didn't like put it out there till the 80s his theory yeah, is crumbling exactly. just as much as your biscuit that you're eating again and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did misunderstand some instructions though um, I was supposed to go back and uh, assassinate Hitler misunderstood the instructions ended shooting Abraham Lincoln instead mm-hmm. so yeah that happened I, I, sorry for that my bad but yeah um, I did find out a lot about the paleo diet so According so Tom's Tom's already been there, so I can tell you what Tom actually had to eat for, for his his time in, in the, the caveman era. So the food he would have been eating would have been fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, lean meats, only grass fed or wild game, point to note, uh, fish and oils, but only sort of naturally derived oils so like your olive oil. Alright, so not like your vegetables. What about them paleo bars? Do you know little paleo snack bars? Um we'll get to them. We'll get to them, Andy. I had plenty of those, mate. Plenty of yeah. those. I've got, I'm, pre- uh, I'm pretty sure Aldi do them. So if Aldi was a back, uh, was Aldi back then? Oh yeah, it was like a like a caveman Lidl as well. It's quite. A do you few know what? It's, it's quite historic how how long like Aldi and Tesco's and that have been around. Really, oh, yeah. if you think about it. Sainsbury's that predates the woolly mammoth. Oh, we fucking dropped a nutshell here, haven't we? We have donkeys. We're going donkeys back here. Mm-hmm. Bill, what was I not allowed to have? You weren't allowed to have grains. Legumes, dairy, processed foods, potatoes, alcohol, and added salt. Yeah, it was a pretty boring time. So you won't time. have any of that, Tom. Yeah, it's a pretty But I mean, a lot of the fun foods there, I'll be honest. Yep, so a, lot a lot of the fun, fun stuff, foods. including the old alcohol. The problem is, though, Tom, we're going off your anecdotal evidence, but in, in reality, there's no actual good evidence, is there, for what people actually ate 10,000 years ago, apart from yours from 10 minutes ago? It, it, it depends what you class as good evidence. You know, it's subjective, isn't it, really? Fucking subject. I Me and my time machine. Subjective. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still trying to go over the hex dumbbell. I'm still trying to imagine how that works. It swings around. Yeah, it spins. Oh, yeah, yeah. good point. It spins. Oh, it's like... You know, uh, we fucking built it. You should know this. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot for a moment. Tell you what. It's part of the side effects of coming back out of time. Yeah. I think side effects of the paleo diet, mate, more than anything. Yeah. Probably. It's all that lack of glucose going to my brain. Speaking of lack of things, should we get into the claims then? Let's go for it. Because I feel like we've just gone off the rails there. But no, so, so we've kind of established there, paleo diet of our little fucking fun story of Tom and his time machine. Brilliant. If you want to hear more about that, I'm sure Tom's going to sell an ebook called Tom and his Tom Tom's and his time, time machine dot com. It's not his Tom. time machine. It's our time machine. Oh, yeah, we, we built it, it to him. <laughs> just, I, hate pe- I, hate pe- I hate people taking credit. Listen, I just get it on the weekends. You guys do what you want with it during the week. So Tom's time machine dot com. To see all of his uh, adventures. Yep, happy yeah. days. Let's get into the claims, Ed. <laughs> right. So the first one, is, I thought we have a classic one that we seem to appear quite a lot on these diets as a as a, a sort of a benefit, and it's the classic oh, yeah. inflammation. So the paleo diet will basically say that look, it's going to reduce inflammation. They blame the Western diet on increasing levels of inflammation in the body. While there is some evidence to support that the Western, the traditional Western diet can increase inflammation, their their reasoning is that. They're blaming things like sugar and salt because naturally in the paleo diet, you're going to be low in sugar and salt. Uh, but they normally talk about added sugar because, of course, if you're eating those of fruit on the paleo diet, you are still getting sugar. Just because it's fruit doesn't mean it's not real sugar. It's still sugar. So they're talking about added sugar. What I actually found was I found a bit of data which compared added sugar to sort of like your normal dietary sugar, whatever you want to call it, and compared the, the effects on inflammation. 
And basically what they found was it was a bit sketchy, it wasn't very conclusive, and there's more data needed to prove that added sugar is actually worse than like your sugars from your fruits, etc. in terms of information. Yeah, so refined sugars. Bit, yeah, refined yeah. sugars, yeah. So that, that, that claim was a bit shady straight away. Um, salt, though, I mean, yeah, obviously having a high in- intake of salt isn't good anyway, but you, sh- mm. you still need a bit of salt. And Yeah. I don't know how... Any, do you guys see anything else in information? I kind of also touched on non-dietary factors that they don't really talk about, and that's things like stress, toxins, um, overtraining, sleep deprivation. Yeah. All these things will impact inflammation. So your diet could be perfect on this paleo diet. If you're having two hours of sleep, you're doing a thousand burpees a day, and you're stressed out to your fucking eyeballs, you're going to have high levels of inflammation. But to be honest, that that's with everything, though, isn't it? You know, yeah. they always talk about like sleep is the number one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, mm. so, so you can't you can't claim that because it's because that w- you could have any diet and if you if you fucking train in to treat your body like a piece of shit and you may have the best diet whichever yeah. diet is mm-hmm. you're still not going to run the best are you? Yeah, of course not. Yeah. The thing is, inflammation has become one of those buzzwords as well that has, people yeah. use to scare monger. And it always seems that there's always that it's kind of what you said earlier about like the you know oh every diet seems to mention it. And, you know, everyone's diet just so happens to be the magical diet and usually inflammation gets flown around there somewhere. The physics depends on the context and, you know, like, in- inflammation is not, like, inherently straight away going to fucking kill you. Do you know what I mean? I mean, as you said, like, there's loads of other factors that cause inflammation, not just in regards to lifestyle factors like dietary and things like, you know, things we put into our body, etc. But, I mean, also things like exercise. Exercise alone can cause inflammation. So it's not inherently going to absolutely fuck you up. But it's just like, it it seems to be a buzzword that gets thrown around. And it does sound scary as well. When you think, oh, inflammation, yeah, absolutely terrifying. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, the standard Western diet does, you know... Especially in regards to sugar, is highly related to inflammation. But as we have a lot of processed foods, don't we? A lot of processed foods in the yeah. Western diet, a lot of alcohol consumption. These are inflammatory uh, foods, aren't they? So it's 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 not what you're eating; it's how much you're eating. You know, yeah, of course, yeah. Bang on, bang on. Okay. Yeah, it's bang like on. the dosage, isn't it? At the end of the day, we talk about it all the time. I think, yeah. I, I think we're kind of hitting sort of nail on the head there. With, Andy with, reaches for another biscuit. Yeah, he's getting <laughs> that information nah, yeah. up. <laughs> they're, the out, they're out, they're out. You're looking inflamed, oh. Andy. It's, it's yeah. my cheat week, Side guys. Head. <laughs> I know. Cheat week, cheat year. It's my cheat week, yeah. Fuck. That's 2020 summed up, isn't it? It fucking is, mate, yeah. I'm just... It's a pack of hobnobs to make me food a month. Nah, I just, I just, I just find it a bit fucking sort of the same things happening over and over again with the same sort of system, isn't it? They're looking... They're trying to find a crack in someone's armour, so they're picking up certain buzzwords, you know? Yeah, I'm going to bring your cholesterol down. They're like, people are like, oh, will ya? You know, it may, may, it may not. Uh, like, all, every single case study I looked at, all the conclusions pretty much said the same thing. It was like, these, these have not been, it's not been around like a long, long time, the paleo diet itself. All yeah. the reviews, all the all the studies haven't been long enough. There's not been enough, and they said it needs more time. It needs more evidence. Yeah, what's that? I saw a lot of that. More data is needed. Um, to be fair, yeah. one thing that I will support them on this information thing is that for certain people, like certain demographics, for the, you know, FODMAPs. Yeah, so elimination so like, diets. Yeah, so obviously with the paleo diet having like cutting out things like grains and dairy, they're normally two sort of culprits of um, people's intolerances. So you've obviously got lactose intolerance, and then you've obviously got um, people who were, was it, what's, what's fucking wheat in that? Oh, gluten. Yeah, gluten-free, yeah. So obviously a lot of 
in paleo diet, you can have a lot. You can have not much gluten and not a lot of lactose. So then people automatically are going to feel like, oh, I feel better now. But that's just because they've cut out two massive food groups, which could have normally yeah. got um, issues when it comes to people's intolerances. In a way, like this is kind of like the alkaline diet, where the actual like the actual baseline of the diet itself is you know it's pretty sounds, good sounds actually pretty good yeah it is good it's just the claims that are made of it as well and andy said something which was quite important as well and that was like um in regards to the actual paleo diet technically the paleo diet hasn't been around what we actually know is the paleo diet or the rule set for what the paleo diet actually is it's not actually been around that long well how is that the case if this diet is supposed to be the caveman diet and that is because realistically a lot of what people assume cavemen eat sorry ate back in the day a lot of it is just kind of like assumed yeah or guess you go back in time like you did tom unless i go back in time and you know like my my rules are very different because as i said we had like a sainsbury's we had like a domino's Mm. we had like a fish and chip shop i was under the impression sort of like you say there's no there wasn't like a Tesco's or an Audi or a little or whatever, a Waitrose for some of the high-end listeners that we have. Um, I I believe that none of that was back there. So I don't think they had the option of just being able to fucking go picked up whatever they need and walk out of the shop. So yeah. I was under the illusion and what I, what I was seeing was the fact that they might go two to three to six weeks without even any sort of meat in their diet because there was nothing yeah. there, you know? I'll, I'll come on to it towards the end. I've got some defensive points from it then because people, some people do get a bit over the, overexcited of it and say, oh, cavemen couldn't do that, so why the fuck are we doing it? But then you have to think about realistically in the time we're living in. Funny enough, that was actually one of the arguments for intermittent fasting as well. You know, some people were saying, oh, it's what our ancestors used to do where we used to go without food for very long periods of time. It wasn't through choice. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. It do you know what? That's, this is a really important part of the discussion, actually, and that is, you know, in regards to the paleo diet, and I mean, when I say the paleo diet, let's talk about the hardcore followers of the paleo diet that are saying, you know, this is how our ancestors ate or it's how we were supposed to eat. It's not as we had a design where we were supposed to eat like this. It's just that we had no fucking choice. Because, you know, time machines aside, we had no fucking dominoes. We had no Audi. You know, we we were hunter-gatherers and we took what we could get. So the whole idea of the paleo diet is that we, well, I say we, these hardcore kind of like paleo, you know, historian revisionists or followers let's say is they seem to have in their head that there was absolutely zero agriculture so there wasn't really any farming it was just simply hunting animals and getting fruit from trees and that was about it there was no time to kind of like farm for grains etc yeah or you know legumes it was just simply take what you could find but realistically you would you would take what you'd find but it doesn't necessarily mean that these um these cavemen were just thinking oh i have to stick to this rule book you know if they walked past a obviously i'm a bit, a bit dramatic here but if they walked past a fucking field of veg uh sorry a field of let's say grains yeah. they would fucking take the grains it's just that it wasn't as yeah. widely available yeah i don't and like i don't think they had fridges and freezers yeah uh, no. and i thought I, I i was under the illusion that sort of cavemen and that they sort of ate as they went because yeah exactly yeah. what was they available didn't really have packaging you know and, and even there, mate, we're not we're like not gonna that, be 100% yeah. sure are we because yeah they said there's no proper data on what they did it's such a long fucking time ago that it's so hard to conclusively say this is exactly what these fucking cavemen did hmm well, yeah. they definitely they def- definitely didn't take their meat that they kill. Like, they didn't kill an animal, take it back to their cave and put the oven on uh, a preheat setting of, like, six um, yeah. and then stick it all in for, like, 30 minutes. 
I don't, yeah, that definitely, definitely didn't happen. So we'd like to think, like, potentially, like, their stomachs, like... It adapted differently. It would be yeah. different, yeah. Their would gut they bacteria even, would have been completely raw, different you know? like, Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was, I, heard, I heard a story once that we used to have bacteria uh, in our stomach many, 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 many moons ago that would counteract the sort of raw, like, the raw food that we'd eat. Yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. You know, and it's just that sort of evolution. We learned to cook our food. We didn't need this. And we've, we've, yeah. we've evolved. And Yeah, of course. Okay, guys, we'll move on to the, the next claim then. Another big one is cardiovascular disease. Now, I'll come on to salt because obviously we know high intakes of salt are linked to CVD and obviously this, this diet does reduce salt quite a bit. But we'll start with some of the foods they do cut out and the evidence that supports the foods they've cut out in reducing CVD, which is a bit sort of counterintuitive if you cut these foods out. For example, I found a really good uh, study, I'll read it out in a sec, but basically this study came to the conclusion that a diet in whole grains and legumes and starts will seriously reduce cvd and others as well so what i'll do is i'll just read it out so this i basically found a this is a systematic review and meta-analysis and the conclusion they came to was is that whole grain intake is associated with a reduced risk of coronary heart disease cardiovascular disease total cancer and more mortality from all causes respiratory diseases infectious diseases diabetes and all non-cardiovascular non-cancer causes these findings support dietary guidelines that recommend increased intake of whole grain to reduce the risk of chronic diseases and premature mortality. Yeah. That's a pretty conclusive bit of uh, data there, which says whole grains are good for you. Yeah. Basically, of reducing the- eat your cereals, eat your special cane mm-hmm. with yeah. milk. Yeah. Well, ho- yeah. bear in mind the word whole grain there, guys. So if you're having like, I don't know, I don't want to like, I'm not one of these people, I've got to be careful my language. Label. But, but if you had like <laughs> a slice of just plain white bread, that's not whole grain. So that you have, to, you have to be careful of what you don't spit in my house, mate. That's right. Why, you're, you're a white bread advocate. If I, wrong with white I bread, don't want to have white bread, and I bread. think it's whole grain. Who the fuck are you to tell me it's not? There's nothing wrong with it. I don't want to say to people don't eat don't eat white bread. I'm just saying to get this this I diet know, to about whole grains. This is just reverse racism on bread. But no, so this diet obviously cuts out all all grains, so you wouldn't be able to get whole grains in. And when we've got data like this saying that whole grains are beneficial for this, but they're saying their diet reduces CVD, it's like, well, technically, if you're on a diet of whole grains, you would be reducing CVD anyway. Yeah. I mean, just having like a, a whole foods-based diet in the first place will kind of reduce that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, When I say yeah. that, I mean cardiovascular disease. I mean, if I was to quickly take a step back and talk about the whole grains thing anyway in regard to that... So a lot of the hardcore paleo followers just say we did not eat grains as cavemen. We just did not eat grains. But I mean, I, the thing is, like I've I've actually found like studies where people have contested that actually we did eat grains back in the day. So I keep saying back in the day as if I was actually around that time. Obviously, I was because of my time machine. So I'm speaking anecdotally here. But, you know, there has been some kind of, like, studies that have shown that, you know, Neanderthals from fucking Iraq to Belgium, you know, actually consumed things like legumes, you know. So we really? got contradictory. Yeah, we got contradictory. These will be in the show notes, and I'm keeping them yeah. bookmarked, Bill, because I know what will happen. I'll get a fucking text at 11 at night from you going, Yeah, it's uh, fucking yeah. Uh, Have you got those show notes? And I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to wait till the last minute just to fuck him over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to quickly touch on a really important point you made, Tom, though, was that you were saying, oh, the, the eating of whole grains will probably be associated with a good, well-balanced diet anyway. Yeah. So I found a another study, this was talking about legumes in particular, saying that legume consumption was associated with a lower risk of CVD. However, what they were saying was the consumption of these legumes is normally paired with a good, whole, balanced diet. 
a wholesome yeah. balanced diet which normally right. all of that put together will reduce your risk so it wasn't it couldn't potentially be not the legumes but they yeah. said more data is needed to say it was completely 100 percent the legumes. no no i'd agree cause. with that um you know correlate uh, causation sorry no, 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 no mixed i mixed up then you know correlation doesn't always equal causation and this does yeah, go hand in hand with you know diets and food groups in general as well so yeah we've got to kind of take that on board as well plus like lifestyle factors if you're kind of eating well then chances are you might be doing certain other things to improve your health or doing or avoiding other things to improve your health such as smoking etc yeah of course yeah uh, one thing i will support them in is obviously they they you know paleo diet is quite low in salt naturally yeah and we've i don't want to have to go through all the data basically but we all know that high intakes of salt are not good in terms of heart health. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything in excess at the end of the day is not going to be good for you, is it? No, of course not. So I've got I put all the studies in the show notes, which will link to salt to give you, if you want a bit more conclusive yeah. evidence on why it high intake salt. But what I did find was something quite interesting, though. It said was salt is obviously bad. However, dietary potassium supplementation reduces the yeah. effects of high dietary salt. So if you're getting plenty of potassium in, for example, if you smash it on those fucking bananas left, right, and centre, and you're having a lot of salt, you kind of counterbalance counter it. Yeah, anyway. it's so like it the equaliser. I mean, it is important yeah, exactly. to say that salt isn't inherently bad. I just want to say no. it just because of how that was worded. Salt isn't inherently bad. We do need salt. Uh, if you're going to take part in some vigorous exercise, where you're going to be sweating a lot, you know, we're usually told by PTs and PTIs, you know, try and maintain some salt. But I mean, uh, yeah, it's anything in excess at the end of the day. I, yeah, I think I think what I read was anything in excess of 10 grams a day is a bit... Yeah, a bit even then, like me personally, I would try and stick to like... F- f- nothing over five grams to be yeah. honest with you i mean i have quite a lot of salt on my diet to be fair but as i said i i have a lot of potassium and i also train a lot so i, I mean sweat yeah. obviously you're sweating a lot which you need to get back on you know get your salts and get your electrolytes in so yeah it, it depends on your lifestyle you doesn't it you don't hit much well i don't i don't hit any salt to be honest i don't add any salt um to my dinners my wife does but it's not really enough to can go crazy with most people if they and eat a normal standard breakfast you're not really going to be adding salt to it you know what i mean <laughs> lunch pretty much the same as well so if anything you're going to be hitting it at dinner here i wouldn't like to see the people are like Shh, i don't know i'm I mean, boring oh, oh mate I'm a, i love a bit big a uh, bit of hot sauce and that's fucking absolutely packed full of salt i mean <laughs> hot sauces, I, yeah it's hot I sauce could, is bad i could talk about my missus here but i've got to be very quiet because she's just on the staircase but uh you know she's one of those people where she could order a chinese meal which is already kind of high in salt yeah and then she'll sort the fuck out of it anyway yeah so there are outliers out there yeah my missus will salt an egg and then put a little bit of salt on the side of her table oh really dab it but salt like salt is very fucking like it's just tasty isn't it so that's why it's called a it's fucking disgusting i don't know what you're on about guys you're a fucking rat yeah i'm not keen on salt oh dear i'll be on my own then i want to quickly finish on salt though i want to make a, a, a good point here because there'll be some of you out there who maybe you're interested in the sort of the literature and you will be able to find there is actually some studies out there which will say um oh the recommended allowance of salt is is wrong you should you could have 10 grams plus a day and you'd be fine however I, i'll link another study in the show notes which goes through all of these studies and basically says look their their methodology was questionable and you need to keep stick to the recommended guidelines for a, mm. a healthy heart and a you know, Do you know healthy what? life really. Funny enough, salt was one of those subjects which I was always kind of iffy on because uh, I had that whole Dunning Kruger effect where I was a hundred percent sure that salt was bad for us, and I read something completely opposite which said you know no salt is you can't have too much salt. I mean I think I remember so don't take this as gospel, but I remember where there was one study which like was saying oh salt was 
pretty much you know we, we don't want to consume a certain amount of salt it was something like yeah five grams etc but it was in the study it was like well all the people that showed high blood pressure etc or at a bigger risk of stroke etc they already suffered from high blood pressure in the first place therefore salt would have made it you know exasperated the problem but i'm staying neutral on it for now um because i just it's, it's my own fault i've not really looked into the literature since but yeah i'd rather just play it safe and stick to say five grams yeah, they stick to the recommended guidelines. Yeah, on a consistent basis, at least. You know, mm. there, there's going to be some a day every now and again where, like, you might go Touch over Domino's. It. Yeah, exactly. If you fucking de- de- absolutely destroy a Domino's, like, if you've got to go back in time, like I did, and you don't fancy just eating fish and fruit, and you end up ordering a Domino's like I did back in 10,000 BC, you know, like, you're going to probably go over your five grams of salt. So it's like every now and again, not exactly ideal, but it's like as long as it's not on a consistent basis. Yeah. Dosage, isn't it? That's what we talk about. Dosage. Yeah, exactly. So we talk, uh, I know you guys talk about like uh, intolerances and shit like that earlier. I just want to touch on that. So there's you go. There's companies out there that you can you can get tested for mild mild intolerances. Mm. Like, I, I need to do for, that actually. If you've got those, yeah. I'll send them to me, mate. I need to yeah. do that. <laughs> so basically, what these websites do, some of them are expensive, but they're getting cheaper over time, you know. But so what they'll do is, so if you're eating food like you normally do, and some days are good, do you know where it's just fucking great, and you, you don't really know what you've eaten, but it's, you've just had a fucking mega day, and then some days you're eating healthy, you've eaten well, but you just don't feel that good. So you can get like mild intolerances that you don't even know that you have that are affecting you, where you just might not sleep well that night. You might just feel a little bit groggy later on in the day. Mm. Uh, and, and these can help you sort of fine-tune your... I know a lot of like CrossFit athletes do this and they fine-tune their diets so so they don't have this sort of that lull in like, oh, I feel like shit sort well, of Well, if you're feel. bloated, if you're bloated and inflamed, it's going to affect your performance, isn't it? Not of only course, physically, yeah. but mentally. Because if you feel shit, you're going to be... As you spoke before, Andy, you've said if you feel shit, you don't want to train. And that's yeah. if, you, if you're bloated and feeling fucking full and horrible, mm. then you're not going to want to train really, are you? Joe, one of the best ways to go off of that is actually exactly how you say it, is just kind of go off of feeling just going to be subjective for everyone in regards to the tests i'll be honest with you guys i'm very skeptical of them uh, the last time i've properly looked into food intolerance tests was about like maybe two years ago yeah and i don't remember seeing any kind of compelling evidence for them but in regards to just like at the end of the day no one knows our bodies like ourselves yeah, yeah. it's one of those things as well where have you ever like it's something really bad and you've absolutely fucking wretched your guts up and instantly you know what it was that made you sick because as soon as you think about it it makes you feel ill yeah. like sometimes it's one of those things where you just kind of like it's testing and adjust isn't it you'll, you'll just simply know mm. what it is you have an intolerance to yeah and that, I think that's why the paleo diet pushes on that uh inflammation thing with like intolerances because they cut out two major food groups which are associated with intolerances oh yeah automatically people think they feel better on it because they've cut out what it probably was causing the problems yeah, but really the old fucking... they could have done that without going paleo yeah that as well they've said well i won't feel this i've not felt this so it must be working that's yeah, the thing as well the paleo diet, tricky, really. can't it? the whole placebo yeah. effect as well oh, of course the mind is fucking a magical place isn't it and it just how like um we can have like dairy intolerances which is you know very common like lactose intolerance we can be intolerant of other foods as well such as grains so i do understand that yeah it can be used as like a a a fodmap but i mean like a elimination diet but it's just it's all the other claims especially in regards like the historical claims you know and it's like it's things that let's be honest with you 
we're still arguing about whether things like dinosaurs had feathers or not. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a good It's point, like, how yeah. the fuck are we supposed to know this kind Dinosaurs of aren't real, so... That's next week's conspiracy. <laughs> I, think they'll put, I think they'll put put there by aliens just to fuck with our minds. Oh, brilliant. Two or one. The dinosaurs could be the aliens. Could be. We don't know, it do could we? Could be. Oh. Uh, I'd just like to point, has anyone met a fucking dinosaur? No, just I generally, haven't. Have you, you haven't. Have you, Bill? No, because they were around a very, very long time ago. But yet, how do we know what they sound like? Well, it's, oh, yeah, sound, I suppose. Yeah, men, sounds interesting. Yeah, sounds interesting. How do you know, how do you know yeah. a T-Rex didn't go, rawr? You know what I mean? We don't know. We're never going to know. We yeah, that's don't a good know, point. Do I didn't think of that, actually. Because we can obviously see what they look like, yeah. the bones and stuff, but noise. Yeah. Not, we, don't, we, don't have, we don't have fucking like, I get, recording I get devices. it. Uh, like, they say, oh, their, their fucking, their voice box was built like this and it was sound like this. But, but we don't know. We, we don't know because yeah, we, we can't test it. What if you, what if it had been like, hello, mate? Do you know what I mean? Just like, randomly. A cockney dinosaurs. <laughs> they spoke the Queen's English. <laughs> or like, yeah, just like mental. speak like you a fucking man. Know, yeah. Like a little rat just popping out of the grass like, yeah, you're right, fam, yeah, safe blood. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got fucking clue, mate. Do you? Do you know what is fucked up? Because obviously we just, a lot of the stuff we know, we're just assuming. Again, this goes down to another thing. How do we know red is red? We've just oh. fucking looked at it and gone, that's red. Where oh. the fuck is this going? <laughs> oh, I can't, I keep looking at the little red button that says leave session now in the corner. You've razzed me. <laughs> Don't click you, it. You've razzed me. But it's like a, okay. even like, let's say like a million years from now, when everything's evolved onwards and scientists a million years in the future find a fucking chicken fossil and just because the chicken has wings, they'll assume that the chicken could fly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Chickens don't fly. That's really weird. Good point. Have you ever envisioned a chicken flying? It, it It's really weird in the mind. It's like an obese pigeon. It can't... It- it kind of does fly. Well, they the fall. Real, I've, I've, I've thrown ah, one out of a window. Bill. They fall <laughs> oh, and they God. spread their wings. <laughs> no, I'm totally, I'm totally lying. I've never I done that. Say, mate, uh, please, that needs deleting. <laughs> you are not lying. That's when you worked at the old butchers. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You, you and your chicken factory, you, you barbarian. Uh, excuse me. They were already dead when I got to them. How did the chicken cross the road? Fucking Andy volleyed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Andy threw it. Right, let's move this on. Type 2 diabetes, next claim. So, of course, I mean, even they admit that if you look at sort of uh, sources from the paleo diet in a circle, they even admit, of course, you can get diabetes on the paleo diet because if you have, if you're like savagely obese, for example, you're more likely to get diabetes. And obviously, if you eat a lot of food on the paleo diet and you're in a savage calorie surplus, you're going to get obese. However, what they say is it's obviously a very restrictive diet. So perhaps because it's restricting your highly palatable foods like your processed foods, your alcohol, you're maybe more likely to be in a calorie deficit. So that's not as brilliant. That's just a, a, a pretty normal thing, isn't it? You would have thought if you're cutting out big food groups, which you normally would have binged on, you potentially could lose yeah. weight. Yeah. Which will help with diabetes in the long in the long run. I mean, once again, like di- di- type 2 diabetes in particular is not just down to diet alone. Don't get me wrong, it's a big old contributing factor but it's not just down to diet alone. And it's kind of like what I said earlier, like this is a bit like, this is a bit of guesswork here, but I would assume that the kind of people that are going for paleo, they're making a full on lifestyle change. If you're willing to adapt your whole diet around what cavemen used to do, chances are, would you be smoking, you know, 
do you know what I mean? So there's other factors we've got to take into account. So well, that's what I'm saying. They're, yeah. they're arguing is because it's because it's inherently such a restrictive diet. You, you potentially are going to improve your ch- chances of not getting type two diabetes because, as I said, you're not eating these palatable foods you'd already binged on. You're not smoking. You're not drinking, yeah. uh, and that you know, that that's dead normal health choices you could do without being on the paleo yeah. diet. I might as well just say this is the no fun diet. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're boring, join us. Oh, Tom, this would be one for you, mate. Another cl- another thing they say about type two is that um, the fact that there's less simple carbs, so they're less likely to have spikes of things like insulin, which are normally impacted with uh, type two diabetes. <sighs> yeah, I mean, once again, like it's we all know, like in regards to type two diabetes in particular, like refined carbohydrates or let's say simple carbs have always been like the boogeyman in regards to that. Yeah. So I said, there's always like kind of keywords to scare people into a particular diet. One being inflammation, as we mentioned earlier, you know, the other being even things like, yeah, CV disease, like cardiovascular disease. And the other one is, oh, yeah, type 2 diabetes. It's sugar. Sugar causes it. It's not that simple. No, it really sugar, isn't is it? that simple. No. But There's other factors. If you were a marketing team and you knew people didn't know much about health in general. Oh, yeah, I'd go to diabetes. Fucking yeah, yeah because bad. Sugar, is, um, sugar is pretty much. Like accompanied with type two diabetes, when people think of type two diabetes, yeah. they think of high sugar intake. Yeah. You could yeah. be like really, really skinny, and they'll be like, "Oh, you're having a lot of sugar there. You're going to get diabetes." Yeah. Like, well, yeah, hundred percent, really, really, isn't it? You, you'll have a chocolate <laughs> bar. It's like, "Oh, you're going to get diabetes." When yeah. you get a whole pack of digestives, it's, "Oh, you're going to get diabetes." When you're smashing a fucking cheesecake, it's, "Oh, you're going to get diabetes." And he just added more and more food into his. Uh... <laughs> he's speaking what the mind wants yeah. <laughs> as he shovels what more you... food into his mouth. Yeah, what are you eating now, Andy? Uh, trifle. <laughs> Cheesecake. Okay. <laughs> oh, Andy, you're going to get diabetes, diet. mate. <laughs> no, no, it's paleo. It's a paleo cheesecake. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I was if I was into marketing and I was an absolute shitbag as well, and my job was to actually just scare people into using my products, then yeah, I would say, yeah, if you if you have this other stuff, you're going to get you're going to get obese. You'll become diabetic. You'll have information. You'll have, oh, what's the other buzzword? Cancer. That's another big mm, one. Yeah. And yeah, then I'll say, however, if you consume this instead, you know, the magic diet. So yeah, there are the, those are the buzzwords I would use. So in defense of them, obviously, as we said, the restrictive nature could help uh, in preventing type 2. However, if you have already got type 2 diabetes and you go on the paleo diet, there is things, because it's naturally quite a low-carb diet. Obviously, you've got things like fruit, but there is a risk of hypoglycemia. So oh, that's yeah. when your blood sugar levels go so low. So if you're on the paleo diet and you've already got type two, you've got to be really careful that you are actually getting some carbs in. If you're getting no carbs in, you are you know yeah. you could run the risk of that condition. Don't get me wrong; it's not exactly promoting zero carbs because it does promote things no, like course. fruit, etc. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But so you know, you know, there is some sh- there is pe- sugar. As, as we <laughs> said, most most things people eat in terms of carbs is like your grains, aren't they? Like yeah. bread. That's like you, you go that's to. That's the so first people thing cut I think out. of. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it just got just got, just trying to look at it at both angles. If you, if you are a type two and you're going to go on this diet, to make sure you're being careful. And if you're thinking about going on it to reduce your chances of type two diabetes, well, technically it will help because it's so restrictive. But any diet can do that if it's planned properly. So yeah, of course, yeah. I would say if you've got if you've got um, underlying health issues uh, and you're looking for to go on any sort of diet, I would I would definitely consult your GP first and and yeah. have this talk with someone who's like medically fucking sound in that sort yeah, of area right. at least what's his name you in- really really good uh squat you what's the doctor sign isn't it from squat oh, you he's really good hell. really good guy to get <laughs> look i heard he's your go. stepbrother and that's why you love him so much <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> Tom, would you recommend Squat You, mate, to for us some advice? Um, I would not. Anything. Bill. Oh, look at this! I would Literally, not. <laughs> you've never seen a man so triggered in all his life. He's I like, know, fuck he's, you, he's Bill. Seething there, fuck you right now. He's I'm literally, literally shaking. <laughs> I'm just shivering here, like. Bleh. Well, dietary issues definitely go to Squat You, but if you've got like a, a squat problem, he's the man to go to. Yeah. Um, Why not? Yeah, I would definitely. First off, uh, if you're looking to change your Change your diet in a dramatic, yeah, GP. dramatic way. Yeah, hit up a GP first and see what they say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the NHS diet as well, the National Health Service in the UK, their website, they've got a whole page of diets and they've, they give some really good advice on there, which is probably a good good source of information to go to. But as I said, if you've got GP, is probably the best best thing. We'll move on to the next one though. So next claim is, another one we talk about quite a bit, it's osteoporosis. Oh, yeah. Tom likes to say it. Osteoporosis. Yeah, love it, the little R, the R rung. So the reason this one comes up is they reckon they can help with it, but people come back with, well, it's a condition that's normally linked to calcium deficiency in it because yeah. it's obviously bones, etc. And obviously on the paleo diet, you're cutting out things like milk. But we've already established that yeah. milk isn't the sole fucking source of calcium. I mean, leafy but, greens at the end of the day. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But however, will it be harder for people who don't have the proper planning to get calcium? I think it will be because normally people can just sink a glass of milk and they're good to go. However, you need quite a lot of vegetables to get the amount of calcium that's recommended daily. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with, I think, I think sardines, but sardines with bones in, they're quite a good source. However, is someone going to want to smash that every day? Oh, a tin of sardines? Probably, probably I will not. not let them in the house, to be honest with you. Sardines so I think this stick. diet, because we, we compared this, we we spoke about uh, calcium deficiency with the vegan diet before. We already established that vegan, because it's not trying to be fucking prehistoric, they just fortify everything with calcium. So you're never really deficient. However, the paleo diet doesn't fortify everything because it's all natural. i tell you what as well, I have a fucking hunch that I have a feeling that another argument against oh, like uh, dairy in regards to the paleo diet is there's still that belief that dairy actually causes osteoporosis. Dairy but causes I, it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've actually mentioned this on a previous podcast, but there's this fucking... It just, it's a myth that kind of will not go away. It's where, oh, actually, um, dairy actually leaches calcium from the bones. Oh, no, and, we did speak about this, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, we spoke about it fucking ages ago. So I have Saying a thing... That, you can... You can buy fucking calcium supplements. Which is not very yeah, so, caveman is it? <laughs> yeah, so I was literally about to say that. I mean, they, they, one uh, paleo article I read, they basically said, yeah, look, it, obviously it is possible to get sufficient calcium on the paleo diet. However, if you are worried, you can take a supplement. And some people might say that's contradictory of you're trying to be like a caveman, that they can't just pop a fucking multivitamin back then. So why can yeah. you do it now? But once again, we're moving with the times. Your health's important. Are you really going to, be that fixed out an ideology over your own health are you gonna be like no i'm a caveman i'm not gonna have a calcium fucking tablet yeah if you are a caveman get out your fucking house stop driving your car yeah exactly live under a rock like a weirdo you know what i mean and cook your fucking food on a fire don't live in a house live in a little like stone hut as you said stop driving your car ride Uh, your willy mammoth off okay because i'm pretty sure they didn't have chinese sweatshops back then either yeah divorce divorce your wife shag a saber-toothed tiger um, that's it what else did cavemen do I'm trying to remember that's the only time you're allowed to have clothes is if you kill a mammoth and last I've seen they're gone yeah they are gone they what are. do they, they sound are. like Andy what do they sound like moo um, moo <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know do we do you imagine if they did that Willie Mouth we expect it's a big terrifying roar <laughs> <laughs> yeah cat meow <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like Animals do make some weird fucking noises, so we just don't know. Have you ever seen that video of that chipmunk screaming like a human? 
Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like a little. These the dogs mate. Some of the dogs make some weird fucking noises. Yeah, yeah, I have I ever told you guys? I know this is going a bit off track here, but uh, it's quite a good story. That's but not unusual. I had a cat that could actually pronounce certain words. Right. Shut the fuck up. So I fucking grew up in South London, right? And my mum worked in a pub. So as I said, like economically, we didn't have the best fucking start off. So my mum was pretty much like cleaning a pub, and we ended up adopting this cat. And this cat was just fucking. It was like a pure pub alley cat. It was like fucking nails this cat, right? <laughs> but anyway, like he was quite like war torn looking because he was this South London alley cat that used to hang about at a pub, and we adopted him because the owner of the pub was going to get him put down. But anyway, this fucking cat, right? He we went on holiday. After we adopted him, we went on holiday. Oh, uh, yeah, good good cat owners, that, yeah. Oh, no, 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 this is years later, this is years later. This fucking cat, I thought he was going to outlive me. This was like years after we'd already had him. And uh, we ended up giving him to my nan's look after whilst we were on holiday. And when we came back, the, this cat had just put on so much weight because she'd been feeding him ham. <laughs> she'd been feeding the cat ham, right? She had him on the old paleo diet. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, the cat got kind of like addicted to ham. And I suppose it is kind of like animal abuse, but we just kind of kept giving him ham. And when I say this, do you know what? I've got to get a picture for the show notes because this cat was fucking chonky. He yeah. was super like Eddie Hall-sized cat, right? And anyway, um, like, obviously, whenever we used to give him ham, we'd be like, oh, yeah, here you go, mate. Here, here's some ham. Yeah, have some ham. Oh, do you want some ham, mate? Yeah, have this. So he obviously learned what the word was. Anyway... He originally, he used to, in the middle of the night, he'd go and sit by the fridge and he'd like go, meow, 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 like a cat would do because he was hungry, right? But eventually, the meow started to fucking transition into the human language. So he'd start off with like a meow. This is like, bear in mind, three o'clock in the morning. He would go, ham, ham. Eventually, he would fucking go, ham, ham, ham. <laughs> And it would scream ham over and over again. Oh, fuck off. I fucking swear to God. I've got... I, mate, Whatever I've you're got taking, I want some. Whatever you're I taking. I swear to God. We, we still talk about it to this day. The fucking cat's long snuffed it now. You were that much of an animal abuser. Your cat was your your cat was basically addicted. It was a crack addict, basically. It, it, yeah, ham. and it was actually screaming in human fucking language. It used to scream for ham early hours <laughs> you're, of the morning. You're a monster. You're actually you're a monster. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's my that's the story of my paleo cat oh and he did get obese, obese by the way on a on a paleo diet Shock. brilliant speak it moving nicely on from that topic is weight loss so certainly your cat could have obviously done with yeah. uh, so that the paleo diet obviously talks about weight loss again we you know we've discussed this previous times about how the, the basics of weight loss um, and in terms of this diet is uh, it's like it's low carbs there is carbs but it is lower carb than normal traditional western diet we've all we've established in previous episodes that short-term weight loss on a low carb diet is because of water weight when you each gram of carb is about four grams of water so you, yeah. you add that up if you're cutting out a significant amount of carbs you're going to lose a lot of water weight in that first week and then people are going to go online and go the paleo diet made me lose blah 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 blah, blah which in one week. funny enough is what happens with things like the keto and the carnivore diet yeah of course yeah. you That's get that initial so we spoke about it before haven't we you, you get that honeymoon period of losing a lot of water weight yeah yeah of course and i mean <laughs> It's, I don't like it when diets say they're superior for weight loss over another diet because we said any diet can be good for weight loss depending Even on your... Even a shit diet can be yeah, of course, done if, well. Yeah, exactly. Any diet, it comes down to the basics, doesn't it? As we've always said, calories in versus calories out. 
but it comes down to sustainability. And I think where this issue, this diet falls flat in terms of weight loss is long-term issues because it's so restrictive. I think it'd be quite hard to stick with it long-term, especially if you're someone who's like a bit of a geezer, you know, likes a good drink now and again, likes a bit of a curry it whenever, now and a bit, now and again, whatever. If you've got to cut all this out, you might better do it for a few months to lose a bit of weight, but you can better keep that up for long term. Maybe yeah, not. Sustainability is uh, yeah. questionable. And I, th- and I think that's where the diet will fall flat on. You might get the short term results because of the carbs, but long term, I think you'll fall, you fall flat on. There'll be that Debbie down a fucking CrossFit box, won't there? Like age 60, she'll be on it. But she'll look like all leathery and like a little bit of a rat. And she'll <laughs> what? <love it. laughs> a little bit of a rat. Yeah, like, I really like fucking. Loves to do burpees. Like, Should we add people called Debbie to the list of people we've... Uh, <laughs> oh, that list is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> is it? I'm even half thinking about putting my cat on there now. I'm not apologising for anything. If we're, we're doing, we ain't doing an episode of an apologies. We ain't, we ain't doing it. Definitely owe Abe Lincoln an apology. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> <fruit. laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, going back to the kind of beginning, it's like, don't get me wrong, the diet has some pretty sound principles... But it's just the bloody claims that get thrown around with it. It's very off-putting. Also, another thing, that is certain diets tend to attract cults. Yeah. And the cult people, the cult is going to be pretty fucking annoying personality-wise as well because the diet becomes their personality. Well, we call them dietary zealots, don't we? Yeah, we do. But, I mean, paleo people, it tends to attract, you know, those people that are like, uh, you know, like, as if we're supposed to be impressed. Crossfitters. To be honest with you, I fucking now, know. Cross is more fucking keto, isn't it? No, oh mate, no! That. You need paleo. The fucking yeah, paleo. Paleo. Because it's the whole caveman. Like I'm in touch with my ancient roots. Well, <laughs> wouldn't you say that with like I noticed it with like the strongman kind of Viking vibe people? You know the ones who have got like really long hair and they're like mad, they're absolutely hench and they just they love like I'm I'm gonna eat this fucking steak raw. I'm a fucking man. Yeah, yeah crossfitters. Yeah. <laughs> when you said long hair, <laughs> fucking, I was thinking man buns and all that. <laughs> nah, yeah, I think it's sort of mixed between the keto and fucking paleo diet, really. Um, as CrossFitters, like again, it's lads. That's the first time in fucking ages that we've actually not like, lost someone. Excuse me, what? But why did that stop recording though? Why? Because you left. Yeah, but I'm I'm not responsible for the turning on and off. Yeah, the, because the, it does it automatically, doesn't it? Because it does it automatically if someone leaves, doesn't it? Nah, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure but... Tom's left before, and yeah, that was at the very start when it was like the software's updated since then. No one notices when I leave. I basically I left because I needed an, another biscuit. Is that what it was? Another biscuit. Yeah. I just went well, you missed that, Andy. When you left, mate, you missed a big revelation from Tom. I let what? Tom explain. Go on, it, explain it. We'll go back to his cat again. <laughs> oh, I was expecting to actually mention this, but yeah, um, going back to my cat, I forgot to mention as well. We this wasn't to do with the obesity, by the way. It was something different. I can't remember what it was, but uh, my cat uh, actually featured on an episode of Animal Hospital. What? Because how bad it was. No, not because of the ham or the talking or the obesity. Saying? I can't remember what it was, but I just remember that he went on Animal Hospital and uh, I actually met Rolf Harris. This was uh, pre-paedophile days. Was he grooming you? Was he like, you know my animals? Um, I wasn't groomed and I don't know whether to feel offended or not. Like, maybe just didn't fancy me. Well, I'm just, uh, no, I want to know if he asked you to a party or anything like that, you know? He was like, He didn't, which is why now I'm a bit offended. Oh, <laughs> You're not sexy enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why not me? Why yeah, not what, me? What's up? I can change, Rolf. <laughs> I hope none of his victims are listening to this. Change. How do we go from paleo to pedos? Oh, this is awkward. There's another one know. on the list. Let's move not... this on to the, uh, the comical, <laughs> comical side of the like, diet. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. 
I ain't got to apologise to Rolf, have I? Yeah, add him yeah. to the list, mate. Add him to the list. He should apologise to me. <laughs> well, he did touch you then. <laughs> no, he gave me a complex because he didn't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus right. Christ. Let's get this back on. So we'll talk about the comical side of the diet now, which we've been, I mean, we're basically already there, aren't we? So, Tom, you've met the reason we wanted to do this diet is because we keep mentioning it in previous episodes of things like paleo fucking Pop-Tarts. And this is where this is where it gets a bit comical to diet because we've said before about oh this whole caveman thing of eating these wholesome foods that were you know very minimally processed, but then we're getting things like paleo pop tarts, fucking paleo bars, and Be- bearded brothers, bearded mega brother. chocolate, paleo. Is that paleo? Is it? Yeah, it's a paleo bar. Bearded brothers. You know what I mean? It's not. Do you know what did make me laugh? I was looking at some paleo products and I actually came across like old paleo bread. So I thought that was the whole fucking point of your yeah, the diet. Whole point was not. Was to, how, not to how, could it be, how, how could it be paleo bread then? Is it just made out of fucking vegetables? I mean, or what? Look, fucking virgin coconut oil, like in a nice glass jar. These are all things that cavemen did not eat. Paleo burgers. Cavemen weren't making fucking burgers. This is this goes against the whole principles. Yeah. Well, I did say near the start, I've got like a bit of an extract which kind of supports because of people. So we we're going to dig at him saying, but caveman didn't have this, caveman didn't have that. Some, one of the guys, I forgot his name now, but he, he's like quite known in the in the paleo community. But he basically came up with, I read it Captain verbatim. Caveman, Fred Finstone. He said, you are not a caveman and paleo is not about imitating cavemen. You're exposed to air pollution and environmental hormone disruptors that cavemen didn't have to live with. You probably have several years of junk food in your history that cavemen never had. That alone could justify some corrective interventions that cavemen never had to bother with. If a supplement uh, has detrimental health, uh, has, sorry, has demonstrable, I can't even, I'm going to say, I'm completely butchering this. If a supplement has health benefits, then it may be a good idea to take it regardless of whether it cavemen had it or not. So that was obviously about supplements, but we can talk about that with anything, whether they had it or not. If it's health, if it's benefit to your health, then Why we have not? to remember you're not a caveman. You may be trying to imitate their diet a little bit, but you're not really a caveman. So there's no reason to put your health on the line because cavemen didn't have it. And in the, the day, we want to be thankful we're not fucking cavemen anymore. I mean, they had like an average life expectancy of like thirty something, like thirty five. You know, that's two other factors, though, isn't it? I'm sure I read an extract about that saying that's not really an well, argument. Like getting because... absolutely cunted by a dinosaur. Yeah, and just like basic medicine, isn't it? Like a small sniffle would send them fucking down. Do you know what I mean? It's well, surely their paleo diet would have protected them from that, Bill. <laughs> I don't think a paleo diet is a promise to <laughs> save you from a cold. Oh, it, it can save you from cardiovascular disease, obesity, diabetes, possibly cancer, not a cold. but not a cold. If you get <laughs> no. a cold, oh you damn are, it. Yeah. If you had a cold back then, you'd had to go to Boots. Yeah. To get your night. They had Boots back then. They know. did. They did, Andy. Mm. They did. And they I get back to this was, fucking uh... shop situation again, aren't we? Jesus Christ. What, what else they got, Andy? What were you going to say? Go no, nothing, nothing. It was <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> it was the the woolly mammoth congestion. Um, that's what fucking. Woolly mammoth wrote, congestion. Yeah, that's <laughs> the what F25. wrote off. Yeah, that's what, that's what wrote off most of the fucking young men because they didn't have zebra crossings. You wouldn't believe it. Didn't have zebra crossings. That's why they brought in the woolly mammoth congestion charge as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, lads. Would we recommend this diet? Uh, do you know what? If you're if you're not gonna go full spastic paleo fucking wanker, yeah. I, do you know what? Yeah, I probably would. Uh, it's a good diet. Uh, the the foundation is there as long as you don't turn into one of them fucking huge pricks that don't. I think if you've got a good level of discipline, like self-discipline, it can be quite good because it's so restrictive. Though there's the stuff it stops you from eating is actually quite a good thing not to eat, but you have to be very disciplined 
I think you've got to be quite adventurous with your food and and mm. willing to like because like looking on looking on like recipes and stuff like that they've got the really good like some really good food here that's like mouth watering not to my taste because I like chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get what you mean though because if you actually look at the food you can eat, there's still some good foods in there. Yeah, definitely. It's def- just definitely. I think it's, as Tom Tom keeps saying, it's the claims they're making that put you off it. Paleo coconut balls. But again, yeah, um, most people, when they want, they want a quick fix, don't they, with their diet? Let's be honest, yeah, I mean, we're, we're a lazy nation and we want a quick fix. Paleo is definitely not a quick fix. It is kind of like a lifestyle choice, and I, and I understand why. it's a why. hard one to stick with, isn't it? It's hard. Um, there's a lot of effort that goes into it because of, like, so much planning and because it's all non-processed or, like, as little as processed as possible... It's all got to be fucking made there and then. There's no like hiding it or anything like that. Um, a lot more cost because it's whole food, and and we know that fucking big food brands they love to fucking like if you want to get fit or you want to get healthy, they want you to pay more for that. Yeah, of course. Well, that's why you've got the things like the paleo coconut balls and the fucking bars and the pop tarts coming you know out I mean? because it's quick. They're trying to make it yeah. quick and convenient by sticking to the paleo guidelines. Even then that's paleo pancakes, really. you know, paleo pancakes. Yeah, yeah paleo pancakes. Yeah, so I mean, so it's the, the 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 foundations there, and it's good, and I, I get it. It's probably it probably was designed by someone back in the day where it was like the concept of it was amazing, and and big corporation, big food chains, they've dug I their thought fingers. What you invented then, Andy? Nah, you wouldn't invent this. Uh, there's the meat involved, isn't there? It's, it's just, meat just the alkaline one, yeah. Yeah, it's just the alkaline, mate. But and a minute, maybe Bill jumped into the time machine while we weren't looking. Did a cheeky fucking I know snippet. he's fucking gone rogue. <laughs> he's gone. He's at, this I think Bill's used it, planted this, so he wouldn't be like we wouldn't look at him for for making yeah. this diet. Maybe it is you actually, and now you're trying that. Or is it me? Like to try and cause confusion. <laughs> yeah. So Bill, <laughs> did you actually invent this? Lads, I will see you next week. <laughs> nah, not, not having it. Not having it. Bill is the creator of the Paleo Diet. He's even got a Paleo T-shirt on under his normal T-shirt. Yeah. This is exciting. I think we'll wrap it up there. I think just to quickly summarise again, once again, it's, it's a fucking really restrictive diet. As of most of the diets we seem to be talking about, it, it seems to be coming around to the same conclusion that the foundations of them are quite healthy and they make some good recommendations. However, it's the claims they start to make to make themselves stand out, which make you question them and question their integrity as a diet because it's all a lot of it is questionable. One thing I'll say is that I generally think it would be quite a good diet if you're doing it in the sense that you want to kind of eliminate things that you think you might be intolerant to. Mm. Well, as we said, lactose and fucking glu- uh, gluten are gone completely. One one thing that I do take like personal offence to as a bit of like a history nerd is just that the the assumptions that this is what we did 10,000 years ago without any evidence to it. That's a bit of a piss take. Right, lads. I think we've we've covered the paleo diet. It's another diet ticked off. Just to let you know, there's this thing called snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle protein balls. Yeah, I like. I do like a snickerdoodle. It's an American thing. 100%, 100% this is what they lived on back then. <laughs> is that really... Is, is snickerdoodles. That a, is that a paleo recipe, or have you just gone off the rails and looking at? No, no. This is this now? is a paleo recipe. This oh, snickerdoodle protein ball contains almond flour, cashews, almond butter for a boost of protein. Do you see now the comedic effect of what the? F- oh, these people saying it's a caveman diet. 
And then they go and do I could something just imagine, like that. I could, I could genuinely just imagine cavemen going, oh, snickerdoodles, and rolling them into little balls. <laughs> <laughs> Have them on Tuesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of like the, the do you reckon they even knew what days were, though? Do you reckon they even knew what Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? They wouldn't have done. They wouldn't no, have they called didn't. them days, They woke they? up, they killed shit, yeah. they ate shit, and went to bed. Yeah. And hopefully didn't get the flu. You know what I mean? Because hmm. if they did, they were fucked. Fucking snickerdoodle balls and things like, you know, these little coconut truffle balls and stuff. The ball wasn't even fucking invented back then, I'm pretty sure. I didn't even know what a sphere was. Um, This is a bit of a one. It said no potatoes, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Simply amazing paleo sweet potato fries. Oh, bloody hell. Actually, do you know what as well? I think I remember seeing a couple of years ago that actually uh, it's possible that cavemen actually ate yakka, which is like a form of a yeah, potato, ball, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would you know, be surprised if they ate whatever their stomach could withstand. I don't think it was like... I don't think they had a a, um, a three-portioned, eat your carbs, eat your protein, <laughs> get your fats intake. I don't think they had that in them days. I think they just generally just ate what they fucking could. Andy, put it this way. I've actually got a study that suggests that they actually ate wood. Do you know what I mean? Wouldn't surprise me. If they didn't die from it, they'd be like, oh, sound. I didn't die. I'm good to go. What's, what's next? And yeah, if there was a lot chew of on it, a bit of bark. and it was like, I'm really hungry, I'm going to chew on this fucking yeah. wood... Mm. Why not? Free, free real estate. Mm. Look, if Bear free. Grylls, if Bear Grylls w- will eat fucking animal shit, okay, whatever <laughs> the fuck he does, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. He drinks his own piss, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? Here you go. On, uh, on that note, guys, I'll, uh, I'll see you next week. Another one for the apology. <laughs> Pleasure yeah. as always. See you, <laughs> see you later. later. As always, thanks for listening. Pretty similar to the last diets episode about the alkaline diet in that this diet does make some pretty healthy recommendations and does have potential. However, it's the extra questionable claims that put us off. And more so is that we believe for long-term success, whether that's weight loss or improved health markers, that a diet needs to be sustainable. This diet slash lifestyle is extremely restrictive by nature, so long-term participation could prove to be a bit tricky. If you'd like to reference back to any information in any of our episodes, please head to chatshitgetfit.com and sign up to the newsletter. So when we release blog posts that all relate to our episodes, you'll get notified and then you can bookmark them and then use them for future reference if you need to dip in and out for information. We will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon. <laughs>